The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And good afternoon. You're listening to America's Web Radio, and we do appreciate it. And it's time now for you to get out your pencil and paper and get ready to take notes because it's always great to have a bite of reality. And that's exactly what we've got, a bite of reality and let off by rhyme time. One of my favorites and also one of uh, the favorites by everybody, as a matter of fact. So with out going into detail, let's welcome our host, Mark the Shark. Good afternoon, Mark. Good afternoon, Dave. How are you? How are you? How are everybody out there on this beautiful day, raining and pouring? Hopefully everybody survived the storms, or at least survived most of the storms. Anyway, we're just going to jump right back into Bite of Reality, and we're going to get to my favorite part of Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark from New York of Rhyme Time. Got a lot to cover this week. And here we go. It's another silly time this week where our government still can't run this country and the outlook is very bleak. We have people in charge who can't tie their own shoes. And it's we the people who always seem to lose. When you check a box and you have no competency for your job you've chosen, it's only America and we're still getting the hosen. I once in my life would like to see people whose words mean what they say and not people who lie consistently to us each and every day. How funny things in this country do turn so quickly on a dime. You'd think I'd be able to find something with that that could rhyme. From the raid on Mar-a-Lago in the early morning darkness, that's right. When people piled on and thought they'd drag Trump out and make more for him this plight. So the media, they piled on. The documents were found. And they tried to make Trump the villain in the compound. But try as they might, the Teflon Don still stands. They've tried everything they think they can think of. But they put handcuffs on his hands. You'd think he had done the country a terrible wrong. Low gas prices, a rebuilt military, energy independence, and an economy that was strong. Then along came Joe Biden, hiding in his basement. They took the old man, stood him up straight, gave him a teleprompter, and the president, he would be replacement. Each week I tell you, I can't make this stuff up. Washington is so stinky, you'd think there was a sewer back up. They lied to us at the beginning, they lied to us in the middle, and they lied to us in the end. What they didn't tell us on the Biden was that all our money they would take and then they would spend. It's just amazing what in two years Biden to transform a country can do. He chose a checkbox, incompetent people, and now our country a disaster is created with his crew. From John Kerry to Pete Buttigieg to the cackling Kamala Harris, if we let these people continue destroying America in another year, we may be Paris. Take away our oil, take away our gas, it's not what America stands for. It's trying to take America back 
to a third class. This is not what freedom stands for, taking away our rights each day, but this is what Democrats stand for. This is their only way. I find humor in the fact that the people who tell you as a Democrat you must take the jab, but they want to take your rights away, each state, the vote for abortion, that they want to grab. Only Democrats think they can have it both ways from the middle they want, but they are not willing to be reasonable. And when they are in power, they don't know the meaning of detente. The news this week was packed with all sorts of things. We thought America had been hacked. This week our planes could not fly. And for 30 years, America has been asking why. The FAA is using software that's older than 30 years. And when the planes couldn't fly, the travelers at the airports were all in tears. We can't blame Pete Buttigieg. He hasn't a clue. For he flies private jets, regular flights. He did not know, for he has his own crew. Must be nice to fly around on America's dime. Go to Portugal and other countries. He can't afford to waste his time. What I find amazing is with $7 trillion our government spent, nobody thought to upgrade our NOTAM. That's our flying system, which helps the plane not get bent. It's the inefficiency of our government that confuses me when they claim we're getting different things, we're changing the way we do business, yet somehow it all remains the same. I think that's why they hated Trump so much from day one. He didn't want the same system, the same inefficiencies, same defects that every one of them there in Washington had done. Trump upset the apple cart and he called it the way it was. But that turned Washington upside down and created the media buzz. Or sometimes things are so big, they just can't fail. I'm sure sometime in history, in the future, they will tell the real Trump tale. So why is it that presidents bring classified documents to their houses and the FBI then has to raid their homes and go through their wives' blouses? Check the underwear drawer, check the frilly panties too, as an FBI agent, there's no joy. That is far and few. Don't worry, Biden said. There's nothing in my garage with my Corvette tucked away. It's only classified documents. That would be irresponsible. I think only Trump should have to pay. Special prosecutors. Now there's one. Now there's two. Now there's three. Where has government gone? There's zero integrity. Now think about this. Hank Johnson of Georgia's 4th District said he believed Trump had placed the documents, those documents, the ones in Biden's garage and the ones in his head. This is the same congressman who believed that the island of Guam would sink. If too many people stood on the island on one side, it's truly a wonder he can even think. So Biden went to the border this week, finally after 50 years. Somehow, amazingly enough, they were able to clean it up for a couple of hours when he was there. Welcome to the Biden Production Company. Give them three cheers. Or if anyone thinks that that's the condition of the border as it really exists, I'm sorry to say it's just some more truth and fake news that persists. If it's truth in media that you are looking for, CNN, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, they'd all fail. If telling lies in the media was a crime, they'd all be in jail. But instead, words don't mean anything 
and none of them mean what they say. It's just a political wordside salad, a game that they all play. I'm frustrated as an American with a government that fails to deliver on a promise. I hate Hi. to keep it. It makes me sound like a doubting... Welcome back to America's Voice for Energy. I'm honored to have with us for this segment Senator Jim Inhofe from Oakland. Ingenuity, freedom, and intelligence save the day. But as we come forward toward the end of rhyme time, so short are we this week, I feel once again that all infrastructure is mostly antique. Priorities in this country are so screwed up. Perhaps it's time in Washington for America to actually clean up. We seem to retread over the same mistakes each election season. And then we try to figure out what our votes screwed us and what was the reason. It doesn't get any better. In fact, it gets worse. Is this what happens when you live in a free country? Just seems everything that we do today to our core principles is adverse. So as I end Ryan time this week, I'm down and out with the direction we've chosen. It seems that the sanity policy in Washington is still frozen. Once again, it is always the truth that we seek. And in Washington, that course to go forward is completely bleak. So, there we are. We have rhyme time. But I got nothing in my headphones. I have no, my cans are on. And I got no sound. It's amazing. The Biden administration has found us again, and they've taken our sound away. But I'm going to continue anyway. There we are. We're back. Hey, all right. So our monitor got cut by the Biden administration. They tried to pull us off the air again, but that's okay. They're as incompetent in everything else they've done. So this week was an interesting week. You know, we had so we had actually. I'll start out with what to me is an important tragedy. I believe this week, unfortunately, we lost a great part of our society, and unfortunately, you know, there's a lot to be said about fame and things of that nature that bring people happiness, and everybody thinks that famous people are very happy. And everybody thinks because they have money that life is good for them. And the problem is, is that that's just not correct. And this show, America's Web Radio, and myself, we give our condolences to the Presley family that Lisa Marie Presley this week passed away at age 54. She was the only child of Elvis Presley. And troubled life of infamy. You know, it's unfortunate, but that's life, you know, and we look to at someday get back up there to the heavens where I'm sure Elvis is with his daughter and we'll listen to the concerts and I'm sure they're rocking it. I'm sure they're rocking it big. You know, life is too short sometimes and we see things in Washington that go on and we really get upset. But the reality is, is that you're only on this earth for a blip in time. And that short blip, you should make the best of it. You know, one of the things is that I don't see in government is civility anymore. And I know we've talked about it before, and I'm kind of getting off the track of where I wanted to go. But this nation needs to bring back civility. 
We need to bring back civility in our society. We need to bring back civility in the way we deal with people. And most importantly, civility in the way we deal with our enemies or people that are purported to be our enemies. You know, a lot of the crime that you see happening in the big cities is because there's no civility anymore. You have people running up behind people, stabbing them, running up behind them, hitting them in the head with a bat, pushing them off subway platforms in New York City. But we've disregarded that. We've thought that we've said, you know, let's just tell the media, push it to the back page, push it away. Look at Kathy Hochul in New York. There's no crime problem here. Just tell all the people that are dying that. But once again, government fails its integrity test. Zero integrity is where it's at. And it's it's a sad statement. And that's part of the problem, I think, personally, that is now occurring in politics. You know, you hear me go after things a lot on this show. And it's not that it's not proper to go after things. What I'm doing is pointing them out to you. Because if you listen to other media, you're not going to hear this. You're not going to hear what goes on. You know, part of what we do at America's Web Radios, we give you the truth. We give you the truth. We give you the reality. Most people, they want to hear the reality. And back in the day, when I was growing up, when you turned on the news, you got the news. You didn't get opinions. You didn't get garbage. You didn't get lies. You didn't get deceit. You got the news. What happened that day? And you trusted the people who were on your boob tube. The other boob tube, not that boob tube. But you trusted those people. And the problem is now, and I'm bringing this back to where I was going. I listened to the White House flopsy-mopsy, Karine Jean-Pierre, from the podium. The other day she started doing her Ibed and Costello routine, or Betty at the Jackie Gleason routine, the Hamada, Hamada, Hamada. She stymied. What is, what is the girl going to say? You know, Biden went off and looked to crucify Donald Trump and his 60 Minutes episode. It's irresponsible. He's irresponsible. He's a horrible guy. He should be prosecuted. Blah, blah, blah. Well, how quickly things come around 360 degrees. Back to the beginning. Here we go again. You know... We hire more special prosecutors in this country. And, you know, they keep talking about, Biden keeps saying, 11 million people back to work. We don't want them all to be special prosecutors. You know, that's not going to help. That's not going to help, Joe. Give it up. You know, his, here was the greatest thing I heard. The DOJ, for those of you who don't know, Department of Justice, is run by Merrick Garland. He's appointed by Joe Biden. He's Joe Biden's buddy. You know, unfortunately, Trump didn't know how to pick an attorney general. You know, he picked Jeff Sessions, which the first thing he did is bow out. And then he picked William Barr, who was more establishment than Mitch McConnell. So he didn't know how to pick him. You know, you have to pick your buddy, you know, and that buddy will protect you. No matter what they say, they will protect you. So they tell you that he took the trip, Merrick Garland, to Mexico with Biden. And lo and behold, he didn't mention anything. Nothing. He didn't say a word to Biden. 
about the special prosecutor that was coming up. No, 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 no. And by the way, you know, being an attorney for 35 years, I have never been asked, and I'm pretty good at what I do, I have never been asked by my client to move his stuff from his garage or from his office at any time in my career. You know, just to, just saying. I'm just saying. So let me give you a little bit of the, the Biden document timeout, or what they're now calling uh, Corvette Gate or Garage Gate. I, I still like the Corvette Gate better than the corner Garage Gate. But Joe Biden the other day made a classical error by speaking about this. And his attorneys were punching walls, or even the White House attorneys were probably punching walls or kicking doors at the time he turned around and said, they were in a locked garage with my Corvette. That's not what you want to say. You just want to keep your mouth shut and say, listen, let everybody deal with it. I'm glad they found whatever they did. Now, he's he's been said he doesn't want to go see the documents. Well, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say somebody saw the documents and somebody brought them at least to two different places. You know, the inefficiency of our classified document handling has just been exposed again. So um, I'm seeing here a pattern. But you got to think for a second. Donald Trump must have been rolling and laughing in his Mar-a-Lago bed. He must have said, where's the raid? Where's the 30 FBI agents? You know, I can tell you this much, just from what I know right now, I would tell you without a doubt in any of my bones that the garage that Joe Biden kept his Corvette and apparently the secret documents, we don't know if they're top secret, classified, or... For your eyes only. You know, I don't know if he would consider his Corvette lock garage as secure as Mar-a-Lago in a locked room with the Secret Service. Now, I'm just saying, again. But let's go through the timeline here. You know, two months, the cover-up. Let's go, they, they call it garage gate. So the cover-up. November 2nd, Apparently, the lawyers found the documents. Now, for those of you who don't do math or don't do calendars, that was before the midterms. Now, all of a sudden, right before the midterms, they find these documents. But nobody says anything. They all keep it a secret. What I find really even further more amazing than anything else, talk about government integrity. Somehow or another, there were leaked photos of documents splayed out all over the Mar-a-Lago rug. In fact, a rug that I wouldn't put in my house, but I'm not a designer. But they were all over the news, leaked to the media. Oh, my goodness. All over. Secret, top secret, for your eyes only, classified. I haven't seen any pictures since November 2nd of any of the documents from Joe Biden. So tell me, where's your DOJ? Is it running up the middle like it should Is it non-political like it should? The facts speak for themselves. So now, November 2nd, they find these documents in the Penn Biden Center. Now, where is that? That's the University of Pennsylvania. 
just so happens that's a place where Joe Biden gets approximately a million dollars a year to be a professor that he's never taught a class in his life at the University of Penn. But he got a million dollars. But what's even further interesting, and I think Congress is going to take a small look at this, is the University of Penn, right about there, got something. And we're going to tell you what they got right after this commercial break. Stand by. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Mark the Shark. You're listening to Bite of Reality. Right before the break, we were telling you, U of Penn got a very special gift from a very special person, persons. They got approximately $55 million when Joe Biden started at UPenn. And they started paying Joe Biden a million dollars. So something Donald Trump always taught us and always said, follow the money. So... Let's see where the prosecutor leads. But what's very interesting, from November 2nd, the FBI is engaged and begins its assessment on November 9th. Now, no subpoenas, no raid in the middle of the morning, you know, under dark cover of darkness. None of that. But then on December 20th, there's a second batch of documents found. So now they found documents at the Penn Biden Center which is the University of Pennsylvania little Biden Center that they built. And they find a second batch of documents at the Corvette. Now, here's my problem. Joe Biden's been out of office for five years. Okay, let that sink in for a second. Five years. Trump was out of office for less than a year, and they raided his Mar-a-Lago mansion with Secret Service all over. But Joe Biden, five years later, they don't have a clue what's going on. So now apparently it gets out that Congressman Comer says that they will be investigating. They want to know what happened. Now, this is the key. That is the key. Because I can tell you right now, without any doubt again in the bone of my body, that this was going to be swept under the rug. The integrity in government is gone. If you think for one second that Merrick Garland was going to appoint a special prosecutor before the Congress said, we're going to investigate this, you're 100% wrong. I'd bet my dollars to donuts on that. I don't know what that means, but I heard it said a lot when I grew up. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, January 12th, 
Hey, let's a spe- let's appoint a special prosecutor. Gee, okay, so they appoint this guy, her. Now, is he the right wing radical like Smith is for Trump? No, Trump was Trump got the left of the left radical appointed as special prosecutor. But as to her, he seems to be kind of in the pocket somewhere. He's tied to Rosenstein, Christopher Ray. He was apparently uh, Christopher Ray's right-hand man. And as we know, Christopher Ray was real good friends with Trump. I'm joking. I jest. So now we have three special prosecutors. Because remember, Durham is still out there. We're not sure what he's doing or if he's doing anything. But, you know, Mueller spent $40 million find out that nothing was there and Durham so far over five years has only spent seven million so he's not doing bad but he doesn't have anything so now she gets up flopsy mopsy at the podium and she's talking about this I'm not going to get ahead of things I'm not going to get behind things I'm all over the place so the University of Pennsylvania has a lot to answer for and again the third batch is fined, and we don't know enough about that yet. So we have the, the Penn Biden Center with the classified documents, and we have Biden's garage with classified documents. We have Mar-a-Lago with classified documents. Does the government maintain any classified documents on their own? Do they have any? I think they're all going out the front door. Now, I can tell you this from my own experience. If I took a library book out from the library and it was a week overdue, I got a call from the library and they said, hey, where's our library book? You took it out a week ago, bring it on back. Can we not issue like library cards to people who have classified documents? Because this way we'd know who had them and the National Archives could stop jumping up and down and they'd know where their documents are. What's very interesting, though, there are a lot of, I guess they'd call them littler people, who go to jail for things like this. Now, see, here's the, the there's a big difference. Everybody's saying big difference between Trump and Biden. That's right, there was. Biden was out of office for six years, or five years at this point, I believe. He had no right or no ability or no authorization to declassify documents. Donald Trump, on the other hand, as he was walking out the door with any of these, would have said, or could have said, I declassify these. And guess what? It's done. He could declassify. He has the sole and exclusive right to declassify any document he wants. But here's the point. Realistically, let's get a little bit back to reality. Do you think that Biden or Trump these documents? Do you think they knew what was in these documents? Do you think they said, you know, I'm going to put these classified documents in my garage, or I'm going to stick them in Mar-a-Lago? You know, before the before the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago, they had been in there. They had seen the documents. And in fact, I believe they told them at one point to put an extra lock on the door. And he did. He complied. But that didn't stop the raid. So you, you see there is definitely a problem with integrity in government. 
fair treatment. It's it's either one way or no way. You can't have one set of rules and then no set of rules. You know, as far as like, you know, we talk about precedent a lot in law. And I have arguments with people about precedent. But the precedent was set under the Hillary Clinton. And what happened? She could bring any documents in, out, anywhere. She could do whatever she wants. And no one, no one said anything. They said, well, you know, we caught you with the documents, but oh well, tough noogies. No, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. So from November 2nd to January 12th, what's been going on? <clears throat> Excuse me. And more importantly, don't any of these residences of the presidents have a fireplace? <laughs> Just take the stuff, throw it in the fireplace, all gone. No more classified documents. No more problems. You know, I don't know. Maybe I just think like a lawyer. It just seems that they just didn't think ahead. So now they're they in the locked garage. They discover these documents. And the FBI is fine with this. Everything's okay. You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, I read the statute. You know, and by the way, it's, it's for those of you who are, who are really interested, it's 18 U.S.C. 1924 which is unauthorized removal and retention of classified documents or materials. That's what people are prosecuted under. What we have here, what's interesting is, no one ever gets prosecuted on the Democratic side. So I guess, and I searched this statute, and I looked at it last night, late into the night, and I found nothing that said, if you store it next to your Corvette, that's considered secure. So what we'll do is we're going to come back. I think we've killed the documents. <laughs> we're going to go back to our FAA right after this break. You're not going to want to miss this. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. You're listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark, the only gluten-free, the gluten-free station on the air. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you gotta you gotta be amazed. So this week, getting to the FAA, we have January 11th. They claim that the NOTAM system had been corrected. The NOTAM system is basically the system that keeps our airlines in the air, keeps them from crashing into each other, and as I put into rhyme time, it stops them from getting bent. So this system, 
Now, take it in mind here that we have spent seven trillion dollars under Biden, and all these omnibus spending plans, the wild and entrailment of all of our tax dollars going out the front door, and nobody said, nobody said, you know what? Maybe what we should do is get rid of our antiques. I'm not talking about the president now. I'm talking about the NOTAM system. That is a system that was put in place 30 years ago. Runs off a of hardware that's probably close. It, it's about the same age as my daughter's, okay, which is not a good thing. They're getting older. But we have an average of 43,290 flights daily zipping around the United States airspace. And not since September 11th of 2001 have we had a complete ground stop. Now, they're trying to tell me, or us, or everyone, that it was a glitch in a corrupted file that someone uploaded. I find it hard to understand how the system that runs 43,290 flights through the skies daily in the United States can fail based on one file being uploaded. And here's the other problem. You put Pete Buttigieg in charge of the Secretary of Transportation position. It's like putting a dead chicken in charge of watching the foxes. I mean, what could go wrong here? The experience of doing everything backwards. You know, Pete Buttigieg may be a great guy, but let's look at his experience to handle the FAA. Yes, that's right. Nothing. Zero. So they used to call him actually when he was Mayor Pete. They used to call him Pothole Pete. That should have been the clue first off the bat. So the only thing that is redundant in this FAA system currently is the excuses by this administration for its failures. We don't know. We don't know. They haven't found out what it is. They haven't, quote, unquote, pinpointed what happens. They haven't. And you know what? They'll make it up anyway because I don't trust them. You know, it's not even like... They used to say, if you're going to make peepees on somebody, at least have the courtesy to not tell them it's raining. It's ridiculous. How are we operating in this country with antiques, with the money that we spend and the garbage that we put into these bills? We should be having pristine roads, amazing amazing airports. See, I can't even talk today. Amazing airports, amazing planes. And not to mention an amazing system that runs them at peak performance and peak efficiency. But, you know, Pete Buttigieg doesn't fly commercial flights, so he doesn't really care. He doesn't care at all. What he cares about is he's got his own private crew, and he goes. That's the deal. I fly private. What do I care what happens to you peasants? That's the problem with the people who are leading this mess. But what was further interesting on this FAA deal is about an hour and a half after our system came back up, Canada's system went down. That seems to me a real little problem that somebody might want to look at. You know, $7 trillion the last two years, and we can't keep our planes flying. 
is anybody this country has retarded infrastructure we're classically deficient in all aspects of necessary infrastructure to run a country yet we're running around chasing diversity equity inclusion and green energy it's crazy how about let's get the stuff we have upgraded let's get it where it operates properly and government should be working on this i shouldn't have to talk to you about this i should be able to talk to you about everything else but no i can't i have to talk to you about this because the stupid government that we have doesn't work it's deficient and it just doesn't it's not under listen i'm not blaming biden it was under trump it was under clinton it was under obama and no one fixed it they all yapped and yapped and yapped this is what we have in washington it's the continuation of the talking heads wasn't that a group i think that was a musical group but now they're in washington they're running this country well running it into the ground i can tell you that this is not working for me you know diversity inclusion equity how about antiquity there's an entity for you so let's get rid of the antiquity in our infrastructure how's that it's a new system we'll call it the amazing antiquity system so let's get rid of it but one of the another problem i'm having this week again is words used to have truth words have no truth anymore they no longer have a meaning you know spoken words used to have that meaning and truth behind them there's nothing more there's there's nothing more anymore than leaves falling from a dying tree there's nothing left anymore it just turns to dust like the rest of the world you know we need to find our truth and our words that have meaning you know years ago used to hear his word is his bond now his word is his side salad garbage that spews out of his mouth because the other end of his body is busy and that's not the way it should be we need to be a more truthful a more forthcoming country you know biden talked about being the most transparent administration ever i guess that's except for everything that's happened in the last 2 years because transparency is not something that i've seen from him you know he talked at at the i guess you'd call it a press conference because it was kind of like the it's more the teleprompter conference but he talked about an economy built from the bottom up not the top down well listen dream world at 1.5% inflation when you got this economy it's now 7% he's taking a victory lap did i miss something here did i did i miss the, the 6.5% that was gone when it was at 8 was at 8 and a quarter and he said it's 0% again words he's either an idiot or the people around him lied to him you know and here's the other thing i'm tired of hearing 11 million jobs created dude mr president if you think you created 11 million jobs go back to the basement what you did is you put 11 million people back to work after you destroyed their living and destroyed the country by shutting it down and no it wasn't biden it started under trump and it just continued but they did it based on nothing they did it based on nothing so he also said in his conference that 
the getting rid of the, the Congress in their first act. Apparently, uh, McCarthy <laughs> just you know, fifteen times a charm for McCarthy. You know, eighty-seven thousand IRS defunded. So that's good, I think. But Biden says that's going to increase inflation. Well. I'm pretty sure that you really don't need 87,000 IRS agents to go after the top 0.1% of the richest people in America. You could probably do that with three or four agents or maybe a 100 agents. But if you're going to tell me 87,000 IRS agents were only coming after the big guys, you're out of your mind. He can't take that to be serious and say that. Now... Once again, we had this week some more Twitter. The Twitterverse is is buzzing. So the Twitterverse, I'm told, and I looked this up, it says that the political zone in Twitter was aware that the Russian collusion was simply bull. But, and in fact, they told Feinstein, they told Blumenthal, and they told Schiff, that none of these quote-unquote Russian bots were anything, that it was garbage. But here's what happened. Twitter went ahead with it anyway. And in fact, they censored things again, again. You know, either you're going to get rid of Section 230, the immunity for the big tech, or just let them do whatever they want and forget it and chalk it up to dishonest America. Is that what you want to be? Now, all of a sudden, the, the Republican Congress is yapping about them. They're yapping about us. It's, now it's time to walk the walk. They talk the talk. You know, I, I hate to say it, they did the same thing with Obamacare. They tried something like 27 times to get it rid of it, and it failed. But then when they got the Congress and the Senate... They did the same Jackie Gleason routine that Jean-Pierre did. And they came up with nothing. Nothing. Zero. So it's time for them to, to walk the walk. You know, it's time talking heads start doing. You know, I don't, I don't know if anybody else sees the irony in this. You know, big tech helping big government. I think there was something in there about the First Amendment. Oh, that's right. That doesn't apply anymore to big government doesn't matter. You know, oh, big tech, they're a private company. But if we, the FBI, go meet with them several times a week and send them emails on what we want to get rid of and what we want destroyed, everything's okay. Everything's good. You know, but it's not the government doing it. We didn't do it. No, no, no. It was the FBI who told us to do it, but we're a private company. Can you believe this? You know, well, here we go. You know, once again. 100,000 deaths in America from fentanyl. You know, they seized more than, I think, 21,000 pounds of fentanyl in New York last year. That's enough to kill the population of the United States of America three times. So you would think that that might be something important. Something maybe, if a terrorist organization killed 100,000 Americans think we'd be pretty pissed off i think we would be able to do something yeah we would definitely do something we've we've invaded countries for things that we thought were there but a hundred thousand dead americans 
So Biden goes to Mexico, and he takes, of course, Merrick Garland, his attorney general, who he didn't speak to about the investigation that's about to go while he was there. Yeah, they were just drinking mojitos. So he goes there, and I could not believe the video. The Mexican government thanked him for his border policy from the Mexican government and for not putting up any more border. Okay, let, let that sink in. Let that sink in. They thanked him for not stopping illegal immigration. This is an embarrassment to the United States on the world stage. And I keep hearing people saying, well, America's back. America's back. Yeah, we're back in the stupid column. So Walter Winchell would be a better president at this point in time. Or actually, Walter, the dummy that Jeff Dunham uses, would be a better president at this time. Because at least he listens to what Jeff Dunham says. So he goes to Mexico and never talks about fentanyl. I, I mean, this is just, this is according to Bloomberg. He never also, this is the other thing that it just, what did they discuss? Tacos? Jill Biden's tacos? So he goes there, he doesn't talk about fentanyl, and he doesn't have enough time to discuss illegal immigration. I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? What was the purpose of going to Mexico? To get Mexican food? You can go to Taco Bell. I, I, I just don't get it. So he goes there and they run out of time to get to illegal immigration. You know, if you can't go to the country that allows them to come all the way across the country to the southern border, in some cases actually escorting them, what can you do? No, it's it's just bizarre. You know, between Pete Buttigieg as the Secretary of State and Joe Biden as the President, we're all in trouble, folks. And now I have to get right after this break. I'm going to get to something that you guys will find hysterical: the Joe Biden gaffes and appearances in public continue. Stand by. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show? Talk about your business or express your opinion on America's Web Radio. Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Mark the Shark on America's Web Radio. So I just wanted to shout out for a second that we are looking for sponsors for this show and for the great station America's Web Radio. And if you like what you hear, we have to keep it rolling. We're a commercial statement. Yes, it's our commercial statement, I guess. (laughs) 
We're looking for sponsors. If you like a conservative audience and you want to serve the conservative audience like we do, then join our radio station. Come on board. It doesn't take a lot, and you get a lot for your money. It is one heck of a package for your advertising dollars. So, Mike Lindell, wherever you are, where are you? Get on this station. You need to be here. All right, so let's jump right back in here. So this was probably funnier than the Mexican trip. Now, there was, <laughs> and I, every time I hear this, I, I got to laugh. This is a guy, this is an administration who is endlessly bounded to creating a more, a, an economic revenue stream for the cartels. Now, listen to this. They have come up with an app to apply for asylum. <laughs> Can't even say the word. To apply for asylum. Now, for an extra $500, the cartel will fill out your asylum app on your phone while they're bringing you across the border. I, I just, you know, do you think that this is the right way to do this? You know, just apply online. You know, listen, you can apply online for everything. Why not for asylum? You know, someone will stand there. I think I'm going to open up an asylum center in Mexico. I'm going to leave the United States. I'll just walk across the Rio Grande, head down to Mexico, set up shop. And, you know, I'll fill out the application. I'll tell you what to say. And bingo, you're in the United States. Look at that. And I'll, and I'll give you a 50% discount from what the cartels will give you. I'm probably sure I won't last long down there, but let's see. So this is even, some of the things that go on in this country are just too funny. You know, Pete Buttigieg, backwards Pete, you know, ground the planes. It's a glitch. Don't worry about it. But I fly private, no problem. So yesterday I heard something on Jesse Waters that Lori Lightfoot is actually giving extra credit to kids in school for campaigning for her. Now, I have not verified this on my own, and believe it or not, on the websites, I have not found anything about this, but Jesse Waters has pretty good investigators doing his work for him. So we're going to look into that for next week, but I think that that is hysterical. But one of the things I promised you right before the break is this is great. So now that we have illegal immigration completely under control by being out of control, we moved into the next phase of Joe Biden's dementia, the dream world. This is insanity personified. It's personified in a president. This week, he's on videotape or digital tape. I don't, I don't think they have videotape anymore. I'm back in the Stone Age when you rang two rocks together a lot of times to get a fire. But now they are, I heard they have arc lighters. Hey, we should advertise that. So he, and I, and I can't believe these are coming out of my, these words are coming out of my mouth. He mistakenly introduced himself to the Salvation Army officer in uniform, thinking that he, he was a Secret Service personnel. And you know, I understand he gets lost on the stage a lot, and I understand he falls upstairs, and I understand bike riding isn't a strong point with him, 
But you gotta know that the Salvation Army is not the Secret Service. I mean, I don't donate to the Secret Service. I don't give them clothing. I don't give them bags and bags of clothing. They don't clothe and house and take care of people. No. The only people they take care of is if you breach the perimeter, they will take care of you in a heartbeat. But you're standing there and you're watching this, and at first you think he's kidding. He's not kidding. Folks, he's talking about running in 2024. And I I can't even understand how he ran two years ago, let alone in 2024. He's not going to know who America is. And it's just, it's sad. It is really sad. It is sad. You know, last night I I had the moment of uh, insanity, and I turned on MSNBC, and there was this host on, Joy Reid. And for those of you who don't know Joy Reid, you're better off. (laughs) You're much better off. She is, if if words had more meaning, she couldn't have been a bigger knucklehead than what she was saying. It's as if the brainstem cells in her cranium never developed because even, you know, maybe she was focusing too hard on breathing because some people, if they're focusing on breathing, they can't think, like Hank Johnson. We'll get back to him in a second. But she was talking about the fact that 87,000 IRS agents are needed to go after the top 0.1% of the richest people in this country. Now, I can't understand if she really believes this or is she that stupid or is she just reading the teleprompter that somebody put in front of her and she, like a robotic automated system, just reads off of Now, thank goodness the Republicans canned the 87,000 IRS agents. Now my question is, what are they going to do with all those guns they purchased for the IRS agents? Which, quite frankly, had a better chance of shooting themselves than anyone else. But she cannot be that incompetent and that stupid to not understand that those 87,000 agents were coming for you. And just as an aside, you know, I'm tired of hearing that no one under $400,000 will be taxed under my administration. Well, I don't know if any of you have gotten your oil or your gas bill or your electric bill, and you see the bill going up by 30, 40, 50%. And you're saying, wait a second, I'm using the same energy. What's going on here? Well, guess what, folks? That's your under $400,000 tax dollars delivery. That's right. Because now it actually costs me more for the delivery of the service than the gas I use. So maybe what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to go pick up my own gas. Let them not deliver it. It's like almost like, you know, I hate to pick on Poland Spring because I love their water. But it's like Poland Spring charging you $7 for a bottle of water and $10 to deliver it. You know, it doesn't make any sense. It's just absolutely incredible. And the fact that she was spouting this off at the top of her lungs as if it meant something was just, it, it just, it beyond pale for MSNBC to put that on the air. But that's in keeping with their ridiculousness. You know, 
I just at this point, you know, I have a, a real fear that this country is in trouble. It's in trouble, the infrastructure, the delivery of services. I mean, why can't you open up? They, they want to do away with gas stoves. This is the biggest problem in this country. There are people dying on the streets of hunger, of drug overdoses. Did you go to, did you go to Philadelphia? Did you go to New York City? We have millions of people streaming over the border. And the most important thing that they got to deal with is gas stoves. They want to take away your gas stove. Okay. So take away my gas stove. Your electric grid sucks. Your electric grid could go out when somebody, somebody shoots a bullet through an electric substation and a hundred thousand people are in the dark. Just imagine what this country could be and imagine what it is. If we would hire competent people, if you were a boss in a company, would you hire the incompetent people or would you hire the people with diversity and equity that were incompetent? Or would you not care what color their skin was, what ethnic their background was, and hire competent people? Wouldn't you want the guy that can do the job to be in that job? America, when you put these people in office and you put these candidates up for election, do a competency exam, just like you would as an owner of a company, because it's time. America needs to get back on track. You know, make our classified documents like a library card. Check it out. If you don't check it out, you don't get it. Show your card, check it out. This way we know where you got it. Because my librarian would chase me down for 10 years looking for that book back. But yet we seem for five, six years stuff in the back garage of Joe Biden's Corvette lockup. So, America, I give you advice for free. Anytime you get something from a lawyer, listen carefully if it's for free. Get straight. you got to get better. we got to push for the ingenuity, for the extraordinary America that we are, that we can be, and stop being a bunch of knuckleheads in Washington. You have the chance to show us, America, what you can do. So now just go ahead and do it. Well, we've come to the end of the show this week, and I thank you for listening to Bite of Reality with Mark the Shark. Have a fantastic rest of the weekend. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.